Hey there, this is the Shortlist Podcast on iTunes, Omni or whatever platform you listen to your potties on. We usually hang out with you from 4pm every Sunday on Sin 90.7. However, we're taking all our bits and pieces and popping them online for your convenience. We are Gloria and Ro, and we're here to introduce you to all your new favourite artists. Hell yeah, we are. We're digging into the inspirations, motivations and stories behind the bands on the way up. So come along for the ride. It's great to have you here. Ro is uh, a little bit far away from me, but of course she still has to come and hang out because we cannot be separated on a Sunday. Oh, no, we absolutely cannot. So I'm, I'm doing the remote line in at the minute. I'm about four hours away, sitting in a truck stop, and that's my dog right next to me. Not sure if you heard that. <laughs> but um, there are so many things going against me today, but I had to be on the show because I'm super excited about one of the artists that I profiled this week. Oh, gosh. I'm just, oh, I'm so pumped. I'm so ready to share it with the world. This week, I had a chat with an artist who I've been following the career of for quite some time now. It's been a couple of years. He's been kicking around for a little while. His name is Golden Vessel, and he's a producer based out of Brisbane. He's um, signed to uh, the Kite String Tangle at Gay Tony Harley's record label Exist Recordings and has just put out a beautiful song featuring Elkwell and Morat. I've been following him since he kind of kicked off his career in about 2015. And probably the coolest thing about him is that he is so young. Like, so, so young. Um, The day after we did this interview, so I had a chat with him about mid-last week, the day after he turned 20. So putting us all to shame with the amount of stuff that he's done in such a young age. It is ridiculous. I'm, like, so jealous but also so excited for all these talented young artists that are around the Australian scene. It is ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. So I'm super excited to um, to unveil my profile. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Gloria do the, do the chatting about that, but, oh, goodness, so excited to, uh, to share this interview with the world and some of his beautiful music as well. Now we're gonna we're gonna leave the states and we're gonna come back to Australia, get a bit more local. But we're gonna travel to Brisbane, so I suppose not totally local. And we're gonna get to know Brizzy artist Golden Vessel. Ro had a really lovely chat with him, and as we said at the top of the show, he is incredible and incredibly talented, and also so so young, which makes it even more exciting just to watch his trajectory already so far. So it is very 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 cool to have him as part of the shortlist. Um, so yeah, let's start getting to know Golden Vessel. And Max Byrne, otherwise known by his artist name Golden Vessel, has been producing music since childhood. Uh, the Brisbane-based producer recently signed to Danny Harley's uh, record label Exist Recordings. Danny Harley, of course, better known as the Kite String Tangle. Um, and he's been creating a huge, huge, huge buzz. He's got an EP before sleep under his belt with a new release set to drop later in this year. He'll also be uh, heading out on tour pretty soon, which I'll just give you those dates right now so you can have a think about them while we listen to him chat. Uh, so he will be uh, hitting up the Workers Club on June 29, so uh, this coming Thursday. But uh, we really want to get to know him and give you a little bit more information about uh, about Golden Vessel and maybe why you should hit up that show at Workers Club. He's achieved an awful lot in his teenage years. In fact, he just turned 20 at the day after Rose interview. So it's crazy to think how much he's done as a teenager. I can think of my teenage years and I know that I did nowhere near as much cool stuff as him. Uh, in the first clip that we're going to listen to, we find out how spending his pocket money on a synth kept Max interested in making music. He also lists the artists that were key inspirations when he was starting out, including the likes of um, Bonobo and the local band Isles. RIP to good old Isles. Let's take things back to the very beginning. When did you start tinkering with electronic music production? 
I think when I was 14, 15, yeah, I'd been learning the piano since I was four, so I kind of had like a bit of a musical base to kind of build uh, off from. And I started a band with some friends, and we were really bad at it, didn't really take off, but um, yeah, so I kind of just bought like a synthesizer and spent all my pocket money, so I thought that I should keep making music by myself. Um, yeah, and so I kind of just downloaded Ableton and yeah, just started to really enjoy it and just kind of did it every day. Back in the early days, were there any artists that inspired you or maybe influenced you in um, in the very early stages of the project? Yeah, I think when I first started to make electronic music, I was quite into like kind of electro funk, like that kind of French scene, like um, Breakbot and um, oh, who else? I can't even remember. But um, yeah, I kind of started to discover artists like Tori Moi and Bonobo and those kind of guys. And as I was discovering them, I, I kind of channeled that and started to make music uh, inspired by them. Yeah, so I think those type of artists were a big inspiration. Yeah, awesome. And more on a local focus. I wanted to talk about a particular band uh, who are from Melbourne, who I, uh, I know quite well. And in a lot of your press shots, I've seen you wearing their jacket. They're called Isles. Yeah. What can you tell us about your love of Isles, I guess you could say? Yeah, I, they're probably one of my favourite bands. Well, were, um, as you know, they're not uh, performing or making music at the moment. But yeah, I, I love the jacket. It's really comfy. Um, they're, yeah, they're a pretty big inspiration for my music. Yeah, earlier this year, I was able to write with Simon from Isles, um, which was really cool. And the what we kind of played around with started a track on the EP, um, which is, yeah, exciting. Uh, it's cool working with, like, someone that you really look up to. When could you feel yourself starting to get, like, take, I guess, your music into a more of a professional direction? I think I kind of just worked on music, and I, I just when I downloaded Ableton for the first time, and I just wanted to kind of write a good track before I put anything up on the internet and worked on a song and thought that there was a Triple J on Earth High competition and put up the song um, and I got played on Triple J within two weeks which was like I was like 15 or 16 it was just crazy to me um, and so yeah I guess at that point I was kind of like oh maybe I can pursue this and not just like do it in my free time um, yeah I kind of forgot what the question was as I went on there but um yeah I I guess from that point I was kind of like yeah okay I'll give this a crack um and yeah just worked on it through high school and then once I finished high school I kind of decided to take it quite seriously and like invested in some publicity and then got a manager and all that type of stuff from that point. So it's your birthday soon. You'll be heading into your 20s. Did you ever expect to achieve this much in your teenage years? I never really thought about it. I never, yeah, I kind of just have been doing this for the fun and also, but also doing it with like um, quite a business mind approach of it. But yeah, I don't know. I just kind of was like, I'm just going to work my hardest and see how it goes. Um, Yeah, I still feel like I've got a strong thirst to, like, it could be cool to achieve more from, at my age, but also, like, yeah, I am, I guess I am pretty young, but, yeah, I don't know, like, um, it's it's been a real blessing how much has happened before I've even turned 20, but, yeah, I guess I'll just keep going, see how far I can take it. 
This is the shortlist on Sin where we introduce you to your new favourite artists and we are currently getting to know Golden Vessel. You just heard Control, uh, which was one of his breakout tracks. It features the uh, vocals of Art of Sleeping vocalist Caleb Hodges. Collaboration is key for Max Byrne and you will hear that throughout the tracks that we're going to play for you, but you'll hear that right throughout his entire collection of music. He's worked with so many incredible local artists, including the likes of Woods and Mulrat. He gives us an insight into what the collaborative process is is like and the importance of working with fellow artists in your hometown. He also digs into the story behind his latest track shoulders featuring alcohol and Mulrat and then we'll have a listen to that track as well. Collaboration is a huge integral part of your music. You've collaborated with so many different people like, you know, Woods, alcohol Mulrat on the on the latest track, uh, OK, Badlands, pretty much the list goes on. Um, what sort of value do you find in collaboration? I think I always wanted Golden Vessel to be a project where I could write with people and my friends. Um, I feel like it brings the best out in me um, as someone who writes music. Um, I, I like doing stuff by myself still, and that's I guess why this is a solo project. Um, but yeah, I think working with people um, just really expands your um, productivity levels. Um, kind of just puts pressure on, like good pressure, like um, pressure to uh, write faster or kind of make decisions, like split decisions. Um, but also it's just fun to bounce ideas off someone else. So yeah, I kind of just always wanted this project to be um, one that I could just work with heaps of friends and write music that I, I like. I can't help but notice that you've worked with a lot of Brisbane artists. Is working with people in your hometown something that's important to you? Yeah, definitely. I I definitely like um, am passionate about kind of helping curate or be a part of a growing Brisbane music scene. Um, I think also partly though I just uh, have like like uh, I probably will break it eventually, but I have like a pretty strict rule about trying to write with people in the same room. Um, I think like email collaborations are sometimes um, just boring and don't. It doesn't create the same level of content, I guess. So I kind of just write with people that I can be in the room with. And previously, previously that was just Brisbane because I couldn't afford plane tickets to Sydney or Melbourne. Um, but yeah, like, and then all those people became my friends, so we just continued to keep writing. But yeah, like, I don't know. Hopefully, I can afford a plane ticket to the states and maybe make some more friends over there and write with them in the same room. I kind of yeah, that's just I guess how it'll grow. So, um, as I mentioned before, collaboration is a pretty big part of uh, one of your latest singles uh, called Shoulders, obviously with Elkul and Morat. Um, there's a pretty interesting story behind it all came together. Can you tell us a little bit about it? I kind of had this, like, synth recording on my laptop, which was pretty unsalvageable, except for, like, a couple of little pieces. So I chopped them together and just made, like, a little loop and, um, like, a bit of a beat on top as well. And me and um, Elkul... Uh, Callum wanted to, yeah, he and I wanted to write for quite a while and I was down in Melbourne so we went to his um, folks property on Phillip Island for a couple of nights um, which was like it's like the most beautiful place it was like middle of summer but it was like freezing which is awesome because I love the cold weather um, and yeah we just like put our heads down and wrote and we I put that little loop up and Callum really liked it so we just kind of wrote the melody and the like the instrumental with each other, um, just throwing ideas back and forth. And then, yeah, there was kind of like room for a second verse and uh, Callum and I were 
I learned about to write it, and I was, I've, I've been working with Morat on some of her stuff and just recording her up, in, up here in Brisbane. So I was like, I think Morat could be a really cool feature to the song, and I think that, yeah, it's like her vocals would would work really well with Elkul. So yeah, we I kind of just FaceTimed her right then, and because we're in Phillip Island, the um, Wi-Fi, oh, the, the data wasn't great, and it was like cutting out, but I was like, we've got a track, and you need to sing on it. And she's like, okay. And then, yeah, we just made it happen, which was cool. You are hanging out on the shortlist here with Gloria on Sin 90.7. And we are getting to know Golden Vessel. Thanks to Ro for putting together this fabulous, uh, fabulous profile. Uh, so you just heard his track, Shoulders. That one features Al Cool and Mulrat, both the vocals there. You heard very fabulous song. Um, Max did tell us a little bit about that track before in the clip, but he is currently working with Morat at the minute. He tells us a little bit about it, but not too much because surprises are important. He also muses over how he's developed as an artist since the release of his debut EP, Before Sleep, and what the end game is for the Golden Vessel project. You mentioned briefly that you're working with Morat doing some production recording stuff for her. Is there anything you can tell us about, or is it like a little still under wraps at the minute? I think there should be some stuff coming out from her, which I've done. I'm not 100% sure. I've, I've just got to like let it play out. But yeah, hopefully you get to hear it. There's some cool stuff. So you've just finished working on your newest EP, which is super, super exciting. How do you feel mm. like your sound has evolved in the year since you debuted Before Sleep? Um, I think it's... Yeah, I don't know. I think I... Before Sleep was... Um, like, it, it turns a year old tomorrow because um, I put it out on my birthday. Um but uh, yeah, I think it like that type of music that I was making a year ago. Well, it would have been like a year and a half ago. It was cool. But yeah, I just kind of my interests in music have turned more kind of hip hop and rap, and also a little bit weirder. And so I kind of wanted to. I, I guess I just came out in the music, um, and I've yeah, I just was kind of conscious that um, I wanted to create a bit more of a unique sound for myself. So I kind of just yeah. I headed headed in that direction over the last year, and earlier this year it kind of just came together. Um, but yeah, I think it's just it's just kind of finding my own is what happened. What's your end game? What do you like? What's next for you? What do you want to do? I'm thinking about writing an album, and yeah, I've, I've probably already overthought it, but I kind of just want to write an album that is not just like cool music. Um, which I guess is what I've kind of done on my EPs, but maybe something with a bit of narrative or concept. Um, so I'm just kind of thinking that through and how to approach that. Um, end game, I don't know. I think I just want to, yeah, just work hard and, and kind of just let it pan out. Like hopefully like an album or a couple or, I don't know, I, I don't know how much I got in me, but I'm sure I'll just, it'll just happen. But yeah, like it'd be really cool to, I don't know, go over to the States and do some shows. Yeah. Yeah, I just, Keep working and see where it goes.